Politico.com. Hello? Yeah. I thought it was a weird number. This is your number. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Make sure I did it right. Oh, it said it's recording. Hopefully it is. You're like, this is an emergency. This is an emergency contest. <laughs> emergency meeting. They <laughs> uh, said, yeah, they killed, they killed Nipsey. Uh, we're going to talk about it for the show. This is the show recording. Uh, we'll pour some honey out tonight. Huh? <laughs> pour some honey out last night. What's that? Had to pour some honey out last night. Yeah. I ain't had to pour no honey out, and the reason why is because I'm rest in peace, first of all. Rest in peace. Yeah. And my thing is I was... It may not be the time to say it, but I wasn't surprised it happened. Uh, Nobody was talking about Nipsey before um, yesterday, though. They was, I mean, they were talking about him, but it was like nobody was – he wasn't on the radar. You know what I mean? Well, because he was in between albums, and Nipsey, he was well-respected uh, as far – you know, he was well-respected, dude. My whole thing is this. And they make a comparison to Tupac, which a lot of these cats weren't even around when Tupac was doing this thing. Tupac, that was no surprise to anybody because I'm of age. I was like 24 when Pac got shot and uh, and used to run around in the same arenas musically. And he just had a feeling, a vibe that he was like on that list. Well. Yeah, Pac was this thing with Pac was Pac was running around fighting in the streets. He was up in our area up here, Seattle. He was up here fighting, getting in fights. He was just going everywhere fighting people, get getting beat up. Because Pac wasn't out there beating niggas up. He was out there getting. He was getting beat up. <laughs> you know, and and whining you know, about it in a song later. It is. I just remember I was there, so and and I can speak on it. So, and and it was like he was wilding so tough, and it's pretty much said. I ain't saying nothing that ain't saying in documentaries. He was messing around with forces that he didn't have to be uh, even a part of. Like even in the Vlad interview, they were talking about how he the night of the MGM when he got in the fight, they should have took him away. You know, and probably wanted to save this whole situation. Now, which, oh, now, sorry about that, folks. Anyway, now, as far as Nipsey goes, Nipsey is an interesting story because, oh, this, Nipsey was, this is what I tell, and a lot of people don't like me for saying this. Niggas. Niggas will get you killed. All the time. (laughs) If you 
fucking with niggas, something's going to happen to you. Either your girl going to get messed with, uh, your money going to get stolen. This is the classic uh, uh, messing with niggadom. See, he was an African. Now, he even, you know, I know a lot of Africans. We live in a very multicultural area up here in Seattle. The show is based in Seattle. And a lot of my best, good and best, some of my best friends are Africans. Eritreans, Ethiopians, and whatnot. And they ain't right. running around blowing each other up like that. Matter of fact, they're doing everything that Nipsey was doing, but they ain't fucking with niggas like that. Yeah. And they're, matter of fact, they own more businesses within probably a 10-year span than we probably own the whole time we've been in Seattle. Yeah. Now, with that said, uh, I look up, Online and there's pictures of him and his father, him and his family. Uh, they come from that business aspect. See, his problem was he stayed around too long playing around. It was almost on some Twenty One Savage because he wasn't. He didn't necessarily have to be up here fucking with us like that, fucking with the gang. You don't take the worst of the culture. You know, you you you. You take what what can benefit you, and you run with that. What can benefit yeah. him was hanging with his folks and setting up, setting up right. Setting up in the middle of the hood is probably not around a whole bunch of broke ass niggas is gonna get your ass killed. I mean, you set up a shop in the middle of Crenshaw. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, you're like, you're, man, come on, man. I've been in the, I've been in the hood my whole life. Awesome. Bro, <laughs> been down there, been down there. I ain't going to say, I put in work down there. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you like this. No, man. The whole time I was there, man, it was just, it was a death culture, man. Every day, it was a live, live or die struggle down there, man. You're talking about La La Land. Yeah, you get killed any day, man. I was down there for a short time, man, and got shot at at least three times. So no, because remember the other day when you were saying that, like, you know how, like, up here, like, uh, like that white center thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, people out, you know, like, they be repping, like, different sets, whatever, like, gloves and curves, but they don't be wearing colors and stuff like that. You don't know, like, who they are or whatever. In L.A., they still go by the old school way. You know what I mean? Like, people still rep, like, colors. They still rep gang signs. You know what I'm saying? They're traditional with their shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that well, dude was still like a – and that still was – that still was a – he was a uh, crip. He was affiliated with them. You know what I mean? So it's like – Yeah, and he crossed hoods. That's he traditional. Could, yeah, and he could cross different hoods, too. Right, right. I used to do that. I used to be able – I wanted, you know, banging like – but I used to go through different hoods. I mean, you – you feel right. like you start to feel comfortable. But this is another thing, man. We ain't talked about. He slapped the fuck out. See, this is the thing, the dynamics of the whole thing. He slapped, the fire. He, he slapped the fire out of somebody at the BT Awards last year. Sure did. He's, I think it was an African-American he slapped. 
Now let's put this all in the context. We just people don't let it go either. Man, look, bro. The optics of the whole thing, even by the guy getting slapped. You in L.A. You work in security. Nine times out of ten, half these security guards was ex gang, gang, whatever. I'm just speculating. Right. There may be no. I'm just talking about this from an outsider looking at the internet and looking at what I see and what I've experienced in the hood growing up on the West Coast. Right. Now, uh, bro, come on, man. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, after you slap that dude. That's a target know, on your head. Yeah. It's, man. Even look, in front of everybody. Even, and this is what I'm not. I'm not saying that the dude did it, but I'm. What I'm telling you is how niggas think. You slapped a nigga. You look like an African straight out. He don't even look like no nigga. A nigga, nigga. He's an African, bro. He looked like. I mean, I, he, come on, man. If you look at pictures of him and his dad, he's straight up African. Even if his mom's African American, it don't mean. It reminds me of a Gabriel Theodore. Yeah, it's it's the optics of the whole thing. Once he did that, that put the hate out in some of these niggas' hearts. And you got bread, and you're basically... Even he did it in front of, of everybody. It wasn't a private slap. It was like in front of everybody's slap. Yeah. And, I, and once you did that, even you could move through the games and the games you, you passes broke, and some of them cats' hearts, we bring That's all they to got. ADOS, African descendants of slaves, bro. It's a movement and it's a, it's energy out here in the streets. It's like, oh, the African is gonna slap a nigga like that. See what I'm saying? Yeah. For a parking for a parking space. Once you put that energy out, matter of fact, there was another shooting at the store in December. I'm just talking off what I was reading. I don't have yeah. it. And there was another interview on 24-7, I think it's 24-7 hip-hop. Talks about fights he was getting in on tour. He was like, oh, he wasn't about that. He was, man, he was still out here playing around. He's playing. I mean, I was, yeah, you could put on the suit and sit with Jay and everything, but shit. Uh, Kevin Durant's best friend has got smoked in Atlanta. This is how this, this, is how this goes. Triple uh, uh, X in, uh, in Florida. This is how this shit go, man. Uh, I mean, it's like it's like I was saying the other day to somebody. It was like, it doesn't matter. People, people only see with the surface. You know, it doesn't matter if you give back to the community. It doesn't matter if you, you know, are doing all these things for your hood and you know, you're moving out the hood and, you know, you're doing all these good things and you're making all these positive stuff for people. But if you did somebody dirty in the past, it might not hit you tomorrow, might not hit you today, might not even hit you next year. But guarantee you, I guarantee you that, you know, 10, 15, whatever it takes, it's going to come back to bite you. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes back to bite you, it's going to be like when you least expect it. So whatever dirt you did in the past, it's going to come back. You know what I mean? So it's like people always want to say, like, well, you know, um, I'm not saying that, like, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know on personal level, but I'm just saying, like, 
even beyond before the slap and stuff. I mean, like, if you're doing dirt in the past and you're dealing with people that, you know, and it's, it, it's a, you know, it's going to come back. It's like a, it's a good code. You know what I'm saying? It's like, um, you know, if you, you know, it goes back to that whole, like, eye for an eye thing. Like, if somebody shoots up your kid or somebody beats up your wife or whatever, your cousin, whatever, anything, you know, you might, you, you can't tell me that you don't want to react with somebody. You can't tell me that you're not going to want to get back and even with somebody. You know what I'm saying? And that's how the cycle continues. And it's not even like, it's actually bigger than the hood. Because, I mean, you think about it, like, what's, what's that movie with the with the British guy, Taken? He was yeah. like, yo, like, you touch my daughter, I have a special skill set, I'll kill anybody. You know what I'm saying? Look. That looks like a suburban white dude. Look. Regardless, Look. someone's going to try to hit you if you take something of their own. And it's like, that's just, that's just human nature. Look, take it back to uh, Boys in the Hood. Same thing. Boys in the hood, men's society movies. It's like, that's how it goes down, man. And that's why he should have removed himself from this shit, man. Uh, that's what I'm movies, saying. Whatever he beefy, and I thought he squashed it with Nunu or whatever, but, like, any beef you have, you're going to have to, like, squash it and let it go. Yeah. You know, if you don't yeah. squash that beef, then beef's going to come back to get you. <laughs> man, it don't matter if you squash it. You can't run it. You gotta leave your city, man. Boozy even said it. You got most rappers. It's possible, kill. so it's not possible to squash beef. Yeah, but it's most. It's it look. Jay Z and Nas did it. Most. Well, you're in L. A. Man, L. A. is like a damn spider web. Boozy said it. Most rappers get killed in their hometown, man. You got the game. Squash his beef. You got the dip. The fact that game even still walking around untouched is a miracle. Peach. Man, come on, man. Not wishing I'm just saying. Her, but the way he's moving around. Well, you actually, he, if you notice, Game has stopped. Like, Game used to always be around L.A. Game would be in L.A. like he used to. Though. I don't know if Game's whereabouts, and I ain't here to put him out. But I'm just saying, I'm just, just from a He'd be hiding out in his house on the I, <laughs> I don't know. I can't say what's job, but he, he was on TMZ. Uh, reminisce about Nipsey riding through Crenshaw for the morning. Now, is that a see? Four in the morning is very, is very telling. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I mean, L.A., like I said, is like... Look, look, look. This is, now, let's talk about this. Now they're trying to say it's some sort of conspiracy, and they're trying to liken it to he was putting out a documentary on Dr. Sebi. Now I don't I ain't buying that shit because Nah, that's Sebi because it's just internet noise. Doctor Sebi got videos all on YouTube, man. I watched some of them YouTube's I damn near figured out what the hell Sebi was talking about. <laughs> Sebi know? ain't doing shit. Sebi is a distraction shit. It's some random ass vengeful ass nigga that wanted to kill. Um he probably got like a little bag out of it, you know what I mean? Like a thousand a stack or something like that. Or is it inside job, some hater ass? Yeah, inside job. You know, that Pac Biggie shit. You know, I would give you a little money, you do a little dirt for me. For some guy who ain't got nothing going on for his life. Yeah, because That's what happened with that. It ain't got nothing to do with, like, Sebi. Like, Sebi's a distraction noise. Yeah, and they said the L.A. cops got something to do with it. Look, man. Every time there's a murder of a big celebrity, that kind of shit comes out, though. Niggas, niggas, man, you got caught without the heat, man. Just like I almost got caught last, remember, man, remember? 
That's what, that's what I was saying it's earlier, with, though. Like, is is with my uh, look at the other podcast, uh, uh, the other podcast on the, on this channel. I talk about it in detail a little bit, and man, it is. No, you, you can't get too big. You can't get too big headed, especially if you're a celebrity. You can't be like walking around here thinking that oh, I'm untouchable without my. What was that one rapper that said that? It was an L.A. rapper too. It was like. He was roaming around. I think it was, it wasn't YG. It was um one of the young rappers that um I can't think of his name, but he was like people was like judging him because he had like a piece on him or whatever. And I think he said like, you know, it's like I'm a celebrity. I can't go around anywhere without my piece on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and the way and the way and, setup, the setup, and I can't remember who that was. The setup man looks like he. Dude. But it was yeah. untouchable. Like you're not an average person. You're not a no, regular dude off the block. Like you, listen, you are a celebrity. Pete, yeah. I was like listening, watching some of his interviews last night, and in many no, bodyguard. no, many of the interviews he said he had one bodyguard. Probably one of the people that got shot with him. Probably. And look, hopefully he didn't, and hopefully the other people recovered. But look, look. If you guys go online, look up some of them interviews. I'm here, 24/7 hip hop, different ones, and he will talk about uh, when he got an altercation, his security, and he had maybe he had some other security, but it was like, dude, his he had a store in his hood. Man, it's just all bad, bro. It's all bad. You know, you got caught. You got caught slipping, homie, man. And that's just the fact. That's you know, and people recipes. think because it's 2019, it ain't like happening no more. I'm like 2019, Man, 99, 89. That shit don't happen any day. People think like, oh, it's over now. We're in better times. We're in peaceful times. That shit don't happen. I'm like, that's bullshit. Like, like people get shot. Like people forget. People get jacked all the time. People get shot up all the time. Like it happens. Man, there's been what. In Seattle, they were like, what, a shooting every day? Why do you think? Night, I remember one night, eight hours I was at work, right? And uh, there was four shooters on my shift on the same street. Why so, do you think Blueface canceled his after party in Seattle when he was here? Because they had a freaking um, a death wish on his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These guys will light because, you up. That's what I'm saying. It's like people, people acting like that stuff doesn't happen no more. And I'm like, oh, it happens. Because <laughs> you got different factions. You got the ADOS, African-American niggas, that's out here doing dirt. But you got the Af- you got Africans, bro, and Russians on these streets, man. And the Africans, man, they come for some shit, some of them. Well, I better want the Russians and Africans that took him out. It was probably some random-ass dude from the hood. <laughs> They got a little thousand dollars or whatever. Took them out. Yeah, or nobody, yeah. ain't no grown man with no like logic is gonna be like, well, let me look at all the things. And if you know, most educated people aren't gonna take out a guy yeah. like Nipsey. They're not gonna do it. But if you get some Nipsey, dude that, like Nipsey I said, used to come to Nipsey used to come to Seattle with love because we got a large African community. Yeah, like I said, he's like a Gabriel, he's like a more famous Gabriel T. Ultra. <laughs> he's rolling no, around with a bunch of. 
see, this is a whole other level because African Americans like them and the Africans. Well, yeah, because he hangs out with Dom Kennedy and YD and the rest he of the is, LA rap team. He's like, fire, I'm sure. You know, he inspired a lot of Ethiopian and Trian rappers to get into the game, I'm sure, because there's a. Yeah, terrific, he's part of that new wave of uh, that post, that new LA what? Yeah, just like that group I worked with, John Tyron, we did the video. I don't think he was here yet, but I did a no. video with some uh, Ethiopian with uh, John Tower. You know, and put them on World Star. So it was like some good stuff. Yeah, well, I, I've been following. I've been following Nipsey for a minute though. He's a wise dude. But I mean. Yeah. I mean, he was. I'm not gonna say he was like one of my favorite rappers, but I'm saying, but he was like. There's nothing bad I, about him, you know. What I'm saying? I messed with him, but you know, honestly, I didn't mess with him. I listened to the albums. I gave him a, a couple spins here and there, but I wasn't, you know. I, I don't. I didn't really feel like he needed to be to fuck around the game like that, man. I felt like. When he raps, it it was just weird to see like a like an African dude just talking like he's. I mean, getting weird. I mean, he's talking like living his his reality where he's from. But he's all like, he didn't really do all that. I mean, I guess he did as far as a, a, a persona. He was rolling around with a segment of the Crip. Yeah, I mean, like, bro, man. I mean, once you the get your bread up, man. Once you get your bread up, man. And, and great, L.A., I heard L.A., man, you got to pay for protection anyway. You got to roll with somebody. And yeah, you can't be rolling around L.A. talking noise, like, by your – I mean, you're like, you know. Man. Like, ain't nobody going to check you if you're in certain cities. But, like, in L.A., like, you got to be having somebody with you, like. Yeah. I mean, I heard from Chris Brown on, and everybody else got to have somebody with them. Oh, Chris Brown, man, he rolled around L.A. Last time I checked, you're talking about he's screaming blood. You got like a yeah. squad of fifty with him when he rolls around LA. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you know, Pac was doing the same thing, but it's like which is weird because he's from Virginia, but whatever. But hey, hey, you gotta you gotta get your protection. You gotta pay the piper, but at the same time, bro, I would've been up out of there, bro. My my brand, my store wouldn't be. Why didn't he just do like Dr. Dre did and just like? Having operations outside, but still, you know. Yeah, and that's what somebody was saying on Facebook. It was saying like he could have his corporate office somewhere else and ran the store, but I guess he didn't want to be that type of owner, you know. The only people that can do that is like the Koreans or like you know what I'm saying. Like you can only run your store in the hood, like. Well, if you have a legacy and a generation in the hood. This is an immigrant mentality, bro. It's like, yo, I got to come in and look at my shit. You know, you'll see the owner of an Asian store behind the counter. <laughs> He's probably clocking a meal. So it's like, I ain't knocking that, but I'm just saying, bro, like. But this also, man, when you think about it, it brings up a good point where it's like, this kind of sets bad black business relations. You know what I mean? Because it's like, well, if I'm. Make a if I get to that level of success and I want to open up a shop in the hood, like what's the risk? Because if I do that, you know, I, I might get shot in front of my own store. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. So it's kind of like make people second guess, like is it even worth it? You know what I mean? Yeah, 
I look at another hood figure, uh, Marshawn Lynch. He got his brand, uh, and he got stores. Um, is anybody beefing with Lynch though? Man, Lynch is a hood nigga now. Don't get this with it. But oh, he's always oh, hood. I mean, he really from Oakland. But at the same time, <laughs> Lynch is a store. I mean, in Seattle, for I don't know about the others. I can't speak on them. But in Seattle, ain't in the hood, bro. It's down there. I've seen it down there on uh, First Avenue by the stadium. No, it's in Pioneer Square, yeah. I know where it's at. So, I mean, you can walk down there stadium. all day and not get popped at. No, nah, but like, let's see, even if Wentz open up shit like in on Juckins or you know whatever, like whatever the hoods left in Seattle, like ain't like nobody gonna be like popping off over there over a Wentz store. You know what I mean? Bro, they gonna pop off when you put that store. <laughs> At some point, something gonna happen. Well, I mean, like you know, it reminds me. I mean, like the other day, like um, cause like I said, Seattle, look, like look, I said, look, for a city look, that look, hold on, Chip Peebley, even if Philly's best, Philly's best. Let's take that. His best had a store up there, right where uh, Uncle. Look, this is even more crazy. Right where Uncle Ike's the weed store, big multi-million-dollar weed store up there in that corner. It used to be uh, a sandwich shop, Philly's cheesesteaks, right? And it started by right. his brothers, and like two or three of the owners got killed, bro. Of mm. this, of the same shop, and like one got killed, and I think an African dude bought it. In the end, like an Ethiopian dude or something bought it, and he got killed. Mm. And that's what I'm saying, dude. Mm.